0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. I love Ethiopian
2: coffee. I have to say, it's probably one of my favorites. And it first started when I was working at Starbucks as a barista about 14 years ago. I mentioned that, I think, in my second episode. And at the time, it was Ethiopia Sidamo. And when I first tried it, I loved the bright notes. It had bright notes of citrus, but it was also very robust and dark, which I really enjoyed. And ever since then, it's been one of my favorites. And to my delight, I discovered that there is a coffee company and a roaster who primarily roasts beans from Ethiopia. My special guest today is Henok Nagash from Nagash Coffee Company in Niverville, Manitoba. Welcome, Henock.
3: Thank you, Don. Thank you for having me. No, oh, you are welcome. Great to be here.
2: Oh, I'm so glad. It took a while to get us together because we're both so busy. I mean, you have four children, so that's your excuse, plus running a business. (laughs) So I'm glad we were able to connect.
3: I know. We've been missing each other. (laughs) Sometimes I was trying to catch it while I'm driving in highway pullover and have a half an hour conversation with you, but that didn't even work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but so I'm glad that we finally got a chance to sit down and talk to each other. So tell me about Nagash Coffee Company. How did that come about?
3: Nagash Coffee started in July 2018. The idea has been forever in our mind. As a family, we always wanted to open some sort of a business, but coffee was in our heart. we all entrepreneurs and we all used to run our own different businesses. I used to have a career business, a cleaning business, but my always all time goal was a coffee roastery. Coming from Ethiopia and having the privilege of what I had in there day in and day out and I come here and best coffee that was back in 2003 was uh, they took me this is the best coffee into I don't know if I should name the name but it's Robin's donut and I was like oh no <laughs> this is it <laughs> this is the best we can get but yeah so I always used to roast at home my mom roast at home and we always wanted to you know focus have uh, this business. And one day, me, my brother-in-law, my uncle, my wife sitting down and let's open a business. And we started talking about what what should we do. We went ahead and decided, uh, why don't we do Ethiopian coffee? Why don't we roast coffee? It was like, we're trying to do it. Why don't we start it now? We're just like, let's get it done. Let's get it done. It was scary because you're trying to brand a name.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: You're not trying to open a coffee shop. We're trying to brand a name. We're trying to open a rostery. We are going to leave everything you have behind. Focus 100% in here. Mm-hmm. Having, like you say, having four kids <laughs>
0: and living
3: what comfort was to go to the challenge. But we knew we are going to rise with every single challenge, You know, and what kind of COVID we're going to provide to people. Mm-hmm. So we decided to move on. And that's how the coffee business actually, the roastery, starts, as a family.
2: Oh, wonderful. I, I love that. And I love that you're doing it as a family because back home in Ethiopia, I imagine that it's all about family, isn't it?
3: 100%. 100%. Everything, is, everything we do is family-oriented. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't eat yourself if one kid from the house is missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the truth, you know. Like, so you have to wait for everybody to be there to eat your food. Doing it with the family makes it sweeter because you're going to need the help mm-hmm. to do this business. Not only the help, but who you want to do it beside your family. Like, you you could find a, a business partner, but like your business partner will be just to focus on the revenue. But this is to focus on a goal and a name. So, to do that, you really, really need good, solid family members. we like it to have a, a bunch of us in here. <laughs> We'd we'll be able to do it together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, I love that idea. Now, did you learn roasting from your mom? Because you mentioned that your mother roasts her coffee beans. Did she do that back home in Ethiopia?
3: She still does it. She's here. She still does it every morning. Oh, she roasts her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't even try our coffee. She wants her own coffee. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs>
3: this is, for her, at-home coffee is like a ceremony. It's not an, It's not just a coffee you go and drink in. Like, a, it's not an idea of a drink. It is actually a ceremony. There is morning coffee ceremony, lunch hour coffee ceremony, and before supper, five o'clock coffee ceremony. Three times a day, that is in every, I could say, 100% household oh. in Ethiopia, but with this new generation having these espresso makers and stuff like that. But 80% is... So at home, if it is a holiday
0: mm-hmm.
3: or a baby birth or a, someone died or a wedding, mm-hmm. everything involves a coffee ceremony.
2: Oh. That's how you deal with everything. That's wonderful. And I actually want to talk to you about that because. I first heard about it, and I can't remember. I must have read about it or something. And I actually didn't know that you existed because a friend of mine, Noreen, actually she was a former student of mine. She was living in Niverville at the time, and I was doing my 60 Coffees journey. And she emailed me one day. She said, you need to go visit Nagash Coffee in Niverville. And at the time, I was only strictly working in Winnipeg. And I thought January 2020, I would start to go out into the rural area and I was actually going to come and visit you. And of course, COVID hit and we know what happened there. I've always wanted to visit you. I wanted to know more about that coffee ceremony, which I think is so special. The fact that you use coffee, so it's not just something to drink, but it's something special and it has meaning for you. So can you explain what goes on in the coffee ceremony. In the coffee ceremony,
3: we used to do it in our store to introduce people, a group of 10 minimum, they book it, they come and we do a coffee ceremony for them. But at home, the coffee ceremony is, it's a ritual to do all the country where when you wake up in the morning, you you start your morning with a the coffee to then you get the blessing and all of that. You roast your coffee, you grind it, you brew it in a clay pot. Mm-hmm. It's a clay pot called jemina. Okay. A clay pot or jemina, the small pot, we call them C. you have three times. It's called owl, bereka, salisai. So, or sostenya means, awol means the first one, the first brew.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Berka means the second one. If you can't drink the third one, you cannot live without drinking the second one. At least you can't just drink the first one. That's a culture.
2: (laughs) My goodness. Okay. It
3: it takes that long. You know, it's an hour process Mm -hmm. from start to end. So one hour we dedicate every morning for a coffee. One hour we dedicate in lunch hour for a coffee. And evening one hour you dedicate that hour for a coffee. So those three in the morning, everybody drinks three of them. And lunch hour. Most of them, but even they wanna sleep, so some of them it's gonna be hard for them, but the region is the second one. You cannot leave without drinking the second one, the second cup.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You put the coffee ground in there, you brew it in the clay pot. You pour it, you add water on it, and you brew it again. Mm-hmm. You pour it and you add water again, you brew it. I I made it the third one and one guy says I was up all night, but he only drink the third one. You didn't try the first
2: one. <laughs> oh, so that's the trick. You have to do the first one, the second, and then... It's like it
3: gets weaker and weaker, right?
2: Oh, so you're reusing the coffee grounds. The coffee grounds. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you could do that. That's very Yeah, good. but
3: because it's a clay pot, actually doesn't burn it.
2: Okay, versus a regular just, coffee maker. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it just preserves it in there. So it doesn't burn it at all. So you do the second one, you would never taste burn. You do it one when you never taste burn.
2: Oh, very nice. Okay. So, you know, when I think about, let's say, me having a cup of coffee in the morning and I'm relaxing, the whole idea of spending an hour sitting and waiting for someone to roast the beans and then grind it and then make that coffee, that sounds absolutely wonderful. I would love to do that.
0: <laughs> yes, but, you know, like, at home,
3: family comes first. Of course. But in here, we run against time. Yeah, we run with the time all day long. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. That's how we go. At home, you have to make time for that. First, you know the reason why is you know know, like any president come to visit
0: Mm
3: -hmm. home, they actually sit down for that hour. Okay. Obama done it. I think Trump done it, and Justin Trudeau also done it. A lot of uh, prime ministers and presidents from Canada, U.S., or from anywhere they visited, you see them, they sit down, there is a coffee ceremony, mm-hmm. they brew it in front of them, they grind it, you know, they roasted, mm-hmm. grinded, it, and brewed and served to them. Okay. And It is it actually for us, it is as serious it is, you know, like when someone is pass away the funeral after the funeral through the funeral all we do is serve coffee
2: Mm. connecting with each other isn't Uh, it yes yes yeah i love that you know and i love that coffee for most of us coffee (laughs) is part of our life i couldn't imagine not drinking coffee and so i can understand how important it is for you and it's not just i mean for special occasions absolutely but the fact that you have your ritual Every day, regardless, morning, noon, and night, and that's a commitment to coffee.
3: It is commitment to coffee. I mean, as a fan, how you say? It? Canada is like. Let me tell you, this. Canada is from top to ten, mm-hmm. top coffee consumer per capita in the world. Really interesting. In the world, I've been looking for it. I think in two thousand fourteen or fifteen, they were top number. They were the third one in the world coffee consumption. So, for a country who consumes that much coffee, and we open a coffee shop and we attract, we are every day educating people mm-hmm. about coffee. Literally, you know, people think the dark roast is the strongest coffee with high caffeine. You not know, the dark roast is the bitter, which is with the strong coffee taste. Coffee,
0: mm-hmm.
3: not the strong coffee. You try to explain this. You're into, I'm like, really? I don't have that much caffeine in there. You know, your roast, actually can drink it at night and you go to bed. You know?
0: <laughs> have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, Matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with, at soundoff.network.
3: So but for, for people for so long, Max Morton and you know, the robots don't even a uh, second cabin educating and advocating for the dark roast is the strongest and I always say, like, how could you say that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you provide that education because it's important that people understand more about coffee. So if they're taking the time to order a coffee, you want to make sure that they're getting the best coffee and that they know what they're drinking. That's important, isn't it?
3: It is. It is very important. When we decided to build the shop, we built it like we got it. we have a coffee shop that we are putting a coffee shop, but we're not going to put a coffee shop like others, just like a random coffee shop you see in tennis and Starbucks. But we have to make it feel like home. So we can have that coffee ceremony that we do at home and make it actually feel the people are at home having a coffee ceremony. That's how if you look at our store, it looks like someone's house beside the shops. <laughs> You know, besides the coffee bags that we are selling, it feels like someone's house. The way we design it, the living room, the dining room, and the kitchen kind of thing. that's how exactly we put it together. And to be able to say, you know, I know you are sitting comfortable, no TV, no nothing. It's very slow, classical music. That's how we have been running. You know, people asking, "Oh, this is a nice wall for the Jets game. Yeah, you can go anywhere to watch a Jets. Game. <laughs> this is not to watch, to, to watch any game or anything. Not anything against you know the Jets and the bombers. We are the big fan of the hockey and the football as a fan.
0: <laughs>
3: it's just like coffee is for us.
2: It's a serious business. something.
3: Something you come together when when I see kids sitting down. Talking without their phone in our shop, it just makes my heart so warm. You know? <laughs> when I see people come and talking, people even, have, you know, couples come and argue, you know, that that tells you that they have actually the comfort zone to make, to put their kids on the table. It just, it just makes you feel that's how human it should be. We are in the social media world, where everything happened in our finger touch, you know, and we are disconnected. We are completely disconnected. I think even for the future, coffee is the only thing that will keep us connected.
0: (laughs) I believe so.
2: (laughs) You know what? And I agree with you, Hanok. I I totally agree with you. When I agree about how you designed your shop, because I had a chance to visit you in September. I remember I was heading to um, Steinbach uh, to visit the market out there. And as I was driving down the highway, I saw a sign pointing to Niverville. And I thought, This is an opportunity for me to finally get to visit you. And so I took that slight detour and I came to your shop. And you're right. It felt so homey. I was greeted right away and the customer service. And then when I explained who I was and then I got to meet you, you took me into the back and showed me where you were doing the roasting. You were talking about, I was so impressed with the setup because you have this beautiful copper kettle. So tell me about the roasting process. and also. Tell me how you roast your beans a little differently than others do. So I want to hear you share that with us.
3: Yeah, I'll share it without giving up a lot.
2: No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah,
3: you're right. Our roasting is a little bit different than others. The reason why I say that is... We don't have set color of... If you look at our roast, dark roast, people are roasting exactly... Oh, dark roast should be like this. or medium roast should be like this. They have all the standard settings. But we roast based on what kind of coffee we have. And we test it first when in the first batch. We roast... When we have a new harvest coming, that harvest, we roast and we try. Before we say, oh, dark roast should be like this. No, we roast and try. If it is bitter, we just down if it's bad, we still have it we don't try to burn the coffee is when it comes to medium roast when it comes to light roast so that's how we roast. we actually roast and try each harvest are different even in Canada with high technology each harvest are different in here to the same and back home in the mountains one day there will be you know very very rainy. The rain would be too much or less. So, depend on the harvest, how the harvest is. So, when it comes to our hand, we roast our coffee, new harvest, let's start sampling, we sample, starting from the big, all our coffees. Then that's when we start roasting them. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when people have espresso, you know, like a mixed coffee, we actually mix them after we roast them. We don't roast it inside. We don't roast it raw. We don't mix a raw bean mm-hmm. and mix it after. We actually roast them separate.
2: And then mix them together. Then
3: mix them after.
2: Okay. That will
3: give us, then they don't share the flavor into the, when they were on the roaster, or
0: mm-hmm.
3: they don't share the flavor. Some coffees taste much better when they are roasted light. Okay. Some coffees taste much better when they are roasted dark. Some coffees are, they give you full body aroma and all of it when they are roasted medium. So there is coffee study that you you can't roast across because they are very light coffee. They burn very fast and they are like, the lighter the coffee is, you know, the the lower the water body inside of it, the faster the burn. Even if you try to pull it out, the taste is not as good as those hard coffee, heavy kept coffees. Okay. we know what coffee goes, dark what coffee goes, light what coffee goes, medium, and we mix them. A lot of coffees, you can roast them light, medium, dark, but there are certain coffees that taste really good light and really good at medium, really good at dark. So different coffees. So we pick those coffees and we roast them to their standard, how the better quality they give you, and we mix them after we roast them. Okay. So that gives you, that's why our mixed morning being the top selling, everybody who says like, I don't know what I taste in this guy, but it tastes so good. That's what I say, because they get all the, the flavors from all different, the coffee we put in there.
2: And I think when I was at your shop, I think that's the coffee that I bought Yeah, is the one that was mixed. And you know what? It was absolutely delicious, but I didn't realize that it was a mix of all three. So that's very interesting. Yeah.
3: Yes, it was a mix of all three and all three different types of coffees.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Now, I want to ask you about a new coffee that you have, and there's something special about it that has to do with the number 33. So yes. tell us about that.
3: <laughs> the number 33 blend is the 33 Foundation is Andrew Harris's Foundation. As a family, we know what it means to have. Coming to Canada, we didn't come with million dollars in our pocket. <laughs> we literally came with whatever we were wearing an empty hand and we have to make it through here. And if we struggle like that as an adult, there's gonna be children who struggle through the barriers. Yeah. So for him to come out and say, Oh, I wanna I'm doing this and do you guys wanna help? Do you guys want to be a part? Of course There's cost involved, but there was no question about it. There was no question about it. He's the most humble guy you could ever meet, you know, the most generous person you could ever meet. And for us, no was not an answer. No was never in the plan. So we, the first thing we say is, yes, let's go, let's do it. We did it. It's been amazing. But that coffee, we made it with a, Involvement of him. He was there tasting. He was able to try some, so much coffees for a while now since the Great Captain Won. And he's been experiencing some coffee. So now he learned what he likes, what is good, what is that, and what is this. So we put together a natural process coffee. The most amazing coffee you could drink is natural process. Because the natural process, it is hard to roast it, it will give, take us time we work hard through the process, but the flavor is amazing day and night.
2: Oh my goodness. So how, how different is it from your say mixed blend?
3: So from our mixed blend, our mixed blend could be made with natural processed coffee. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of natural processed coffee inside of it. Okay. The natural processed coffee is we just got it in. We've been Looking for high quality natural process, Sidama, all of these coffees.
0: Mm-hmm. We
3: just got them in our hand. So, this is where we say, okay, now we have what we want. Right. We'll go crazy. That's when we, the first coffee we pull out is the safari. Our safari medium is by far the best coffee you could ever drink.
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh,
3: Our safari dark is amazing. And we have a safari blend. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So, but the 33 is made the same with the safari with the full heart. Him involved in it. And we did test after test after test. until he said, yes, this is the one.
2: (laughs) So it sounds like you put a lot of love and care into your coffee, but the 33 sounds like it's an extra special for you.
3: It is giving back, as you know, they say the most selfish thing you could do for yourself is to give others, right? Oh, so the gratitude you get out of it.
2: <laughs> and it's about community, isn't it? It's about community, that's community, it. connection and family, right?
3: And yeah, and first, when we start the mixed morning, you have in there mm-hmm. that when we start our business, okay, how do we start? We have an opportunity to do this now. Why don't we start our business by giving back?
2: Right. Okay. That's
3: why we say our first opening business we partner with Mix Morning, a radio show in this time back. That's why we call it the Mix Morning Blend. Oh,
2: okay, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I like that.
3: So with Corny Rampel came down to the store and we try and try and try. We picked the right flavor of coffee and we presented and we will be able to raise $5,000 wow. on that coffee for a 2019, yes, and 2019 for a Southeast Helping Hand for the hamper oh. and for the Toy Story.
2: Oh, that's wonderful.
3: So we will be able to do that. And it was very, very amazing. We'll be able to give that check to those people. And. Those are the things that we do. We never advertise on it. We never campaign on it. We never talk about it. The reason why is we don't want to sell our coffee. We do so much. We have done a lot of things with the cancer care monitor. We we did a lot of things. But the reason why we don't put them out on our website or talk about them is like we didn't do it so people to feel sympathy and come support us. That's not what we did. We did it because we feel that as as a human being, we are given an opportunity to do this. The reward we get is not from from people to pay us back, but from God to give us, you know, more opportunity to do more things. Prayer, we always pray and I give those who are needy in front of us, so we can help them and give us the opportunity of helping. So, yeah. if that is there in in coffee, I think for us. We are a humble family, and we work hard, and this is something we love to do. And for future, we will pick up on one-by-one, the small foundation, and we'll love to do it. It doesn't matter what it is. We don't put a price on giving back. <laughs> so,
2: I absolutely love that. And for you, the reward is the giving, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I absolutely love everything about your story, and why you're doing it, and how you're giving back to the community. And it makes me so appreciative of the fact that Nagash Coffee Company exists and provides not only really delicious Ethiopian coffee, but also is the heart of what you do, the heart of Niverville, the heart of Manitoba. By giving back to the community, you get back tenfold. Yes. Wonderful. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking to you about coffee, about the Thirty Three Foundation, and learning more about your family and learning more about the history of your business. So, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today.
3: Thank you, thank you, Jamie. Really, really appreciate. It. Hope to see you sometime soon. Back to the shop.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> now, before I let you go, tell my listeners, how they can in, get involved with the 33 Foundation.
3: So the 33 Foundation, you can purchase coffee online at nagashcoffee.com support, or you can find the 33 Foundation Instagram page and follow them. Uh, there is a location right now in a Diaspora Cafe. And they have a 33 Foundation coffee. In fact, you can give some jackets, you know, like winter is here. There's a lot of kids uh, without a jacket, uh, without a winter gear. So if you have things that are sitting at home that you don't use, you never use, try to reach out the 33 Foundation. They are reaching out door-to-door, one-by-one, giving. When summer comes, summer toy, when, you know, it's not even a toy. It's a ball. It doesn't cost $5 nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it means for them, it means the world. So reach out the 33 Foundation at their Instagram page the 33 Foundation at 33 Foundation and reach out Andrew Harris himself uh, Andrew Harris and his Instagram you guys you can link with him you can support his foundation his because he's putting a lot for our town province for our team football team he carries us and brought the trophy after long and he's doing the same right now and the one thing we need to do is support him by, by giving him back what he's doing, by supporting what he's
2: doing. Okay. Thank you so much, Hanok and uh, thank you for what you do and for all that information. Thank you. Welcome. So until next time, if you feel like driving out to Neverville, visit Nagash Coffee and purchase a bag of the Safari Blend or any of his coffees, including the 33 Foundation Coffee. If you don't get a chance to get out to Niverville, visit Diaspora Cafe on Marion Street. They carry all coffees from Nagash Coffee. And if you'd like to support the 33 Foundation, you can do so by visiting them on their Instagram account, donating money, or donating clothing that can be used by those who need it most.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee.
0: It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey
2: as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one.